Finally, a talk show that helps you defeat mediocre Christianity and walk in genuine friendship with God. Coach and Joe starts right now. Hi, welcome to Coach Hi. and Joe. We were going to let Armando do the welcome today. Armando, yes. Did it. Bienvenidos a Coach y Joe. Aquí estamos con Jessica Lonchor y Kim Bates. Bates. I like how they say that, Bates. Yeah. Mm. I liked that better than the music that was playing before. I liked the music that was playing before, but I felt like it was a little too calm for us. Yeah. Better. I feel like they, I agree with you, they should have been playing salsa music. Yes. Absolutely. They should play music. Brian, you should play music according to the personalities that are going to be on set. And today. that was way too calm. Yeah, that was way too calm. <laughs> We need oh, elegant. Oh. Brian said we're elegant. Okay. That might be the first time in my life I've ever been called elegant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I automatically went to sassy. <laughs> sassy for me? For us. Okay, okay. As okay. a team. Yes. Okay. Sassy. Well, we are back today. Mm-hmm. Kimmy Bates. Yes. Jessica Longshore. That's confusing. Hopefully you know which is who. <laughs> uh, we're ta- we've been talking about the Shema all week this week. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Kimmy right before we got here that I felt like driving on the question... The father was just continuing to say, like, you got to make it personal. And then I was downstairs. You were down there as well. Chad was teaching in a sent year one class this morning. And Michael Thornton was teaching it with him. And he asked Michael, he said, why do you stay hungry? Mm-hmm. And I love that question. And I love that in regards to the Shema. And so that's where I want us to kind of start today is we've been talking about the Shema. The Shema is a word from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. That means to listen and obey. Yesterday we talked about that it's not like listen and you better obey. It, the reason that in Hebrew it's all one word is because basically what they're saying, if you truly listen and hear what the Father has to say, yes. then you naturally can't help but obey. Like right. when I tell my children to do something and they don't do it, then they weren't really listening to me. They may have right. heard me, but they weren't listening. Right. But... Even one step back further from that is why. Like, Kimmy, I'd, I'd love to hear your answer. Like, I know you value the Father, and you know that He's worthy. Mm-hmm. But at some point, even that, like, you can get burnt out. Like, what is it that you actually want to keep doing the Shema? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it does tie in with what Michael asked downstairs. I think for me, one of the things that I don't do from a self-cutting place or anything, but I do remember where I was, Mm -hmm. and I remember what the Lord brought me from Mm -hmm. and where He's even on a journey still. Mm -hmm. And so what keeps me hungry and what keeps me wanting to wake up every day and, and obey what I hear him say is because I trust that he loves me. Mm-hmm. And I trust because of some actions even in my past that he knows what's best for me. Yeah. And he's not going to hurt me. Yeah. He's not going to hurt his kids. We don't hurt our kids intentionally. And so it it's, keeps that stirred. Yeah. So what I hear you saying is trust yeah. is the big word. Yeah. I think for me... One of the things is personally that I do know there's more of him. Like, I actually believe that his love is endless. Yes. And that there's more to experience. And I I, I believe he wants to give me all his love. Mm-hmm. 
And so the reason I get up in the morning and sit with him or pause throughout my day and listen for him is because there's more of him Mm -hmm. and I don't want to settle. I mean, a prayer that I say a lot is like, don't let me settle even for 99%. Like I want a hundred percent of what you have for me. And there was a time when it was like, because I need to know that, that I have a purpose or I need Mm -hmm. to know. And and that's okay. Like if that's where you are, (laughs) we all are there. Amen. But as you ascend and as you grow in friendship, you, you actually do get to start to experience Mm -hmm. that he doesn't have some big agenda. He has a big purpose for each of our lives, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a big agenda. He actually really wants to bless you. Yes. He actually really wants to love you. Yesterday, ironically, um, another one of Chad's classes that he was leading that I sat in on um, was a sent online. He teaches a class for that as well. And he was talking about how much God loves you. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I've almost felt this sadness because I was like, there's so many people who know that. And again, I have, I have absolutely been here and I'm sure in some ways I'm absolutely still there. I just know that I'm not where I used right. to be. Right. But, we know God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Mm-hmm. But but are you experiencing it? I mean, even the last six months, that's been a huge part of my journey mm-hmm. is like experiencing his kindness, right. experiencing that he really does enjoy me. And when you really believe it through experience, mm-hmm. not just because you're supposed to, it does draw you back to his voice, which is mm-hmm. what the Shaman's ultimately about. Right. What are you listening to? Mm-hmm. The Father's voice. Well, what I think is it it actually lines up your heart. You become in correct alignment mm-hmm. from the Father get to your head. Mm-hmm. But then when you start experiencing, your heart gets involved. Yes. And it gets in line with your head and your thoughts and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, something explodes. It just shifts. <laughs> it does. It shifts. And so I want to encourage you, if you're someone listening this week and and you're like, I'm doing it, I'm showing up and I'm just, I'm, I'm going to do whatever he tells me, but you're not just experiencing his love. I want to encourage you to start there in the Shema. Right. Yeah. Like one yes. of the things, let's pull it up because I actually noticed it's like, love the Lord, Lord our God. With all your heart, your yes. soul, your mind. And I it's was like, that in my mind. One of the things is... Um, what is it? Six, 16? I always get it wrong. I don't remember, but it... Um, the Shema. Uh, Deuteronomy. Yeah, it's Deuteronomy. Six? We, okay, well, while you're looking that up, I'll just okay. say... Is it's like, God, you're God. Our God. Like, our God. Like, He wants us. And then it's like, love Him with all your heart. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking about, like, I have to actually show up. Yes. And he and I have to believe he's going to show up and maybe and maybe that's where you need to start with the Shema. It's just sitting and actually putting faith on him to show up wherever you are. He's not waiting for you to get it together. Right. To come and love you. And there's something so important about the Shema. He wants you to experience his love. He wants you to experience his blessing. You had um, the scripture is Deuteronomy 6, six. verse 4 16. through 9 is the scripture that you're talking yes. about. Yes. Um, you touched on a really good point that I think is important to say is sometimes that means just sit. Yes. You don't have to do anything. It's like we can just get sit. so worried about 
obey. And don't hear what I'm not saying. It's right. absolutely important that we obey. Like yes. if you don't have the fruit of obedience in your life, the question is why? What's keeping right. you from listening? Because if right. you truly hear your father's voice of love and blessing, even if it's correcting you, you want to obey it. So if you don't have mm-hmm. the fruit of obedience in your life, there is some hard questions you ask yourself. Yes. I'm not saying that disobedience is okay. But sometimes we go into that space of Shema in fear and worry, and mm-hmm. it, and we're fearing and worrying about what He's going to ask us to obey or if we're going to obey, mm-hmm. that we don't get to experience listening. Right. The, the God who created the universe, we get to hear His voice. Right. Sometimes fear actually distorts the lenses that we have of Him as a true Father. Mm-hmm. And we yes. sometimes can miss it and miss out on him and who he really is and who he actually wants to be for us mm-hmm. and with us because for a lot of people they view him through a lens of an earthly dad mm-hmm. and not our heavenly And we father. don't mean to. No. We're we not trying to. to. We don't even we don't realize we do. No. I had a I had a great dad, but I still had father issues. But with every the father. father on earth is imperfect. Right. Because We're no human. man other than Jesus has ever walked the earth perfectly. Exactly. So they're all imperfect. Right. I'm an imperfect mom. Yes, and me too. But he isn't. He's no. not imperfect. And our brains can't fathom that. Mm-mm. But once you get a taste. Yes. Once you get a glimpse, and all it takes is a glimpse. For, for your heart to feel it, mm-hmm. then, you're, and then you're hooked. And, and then keep coming back. Yes. Strike while the iron's hot. You, hot. you keep going. Yes. And you keep going and you keep going. And before you know it, you, you look and um, I said this to someone yesterday, in six weeks time of pursuing the father because he's pursuing you, mm-hmm. you will look back and you will not be the same person. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that. I want to kind of go back a little bit because I know I have a personal journey with this. I know you do. Mm-hmm. In terms of, You've known all these truths for as long as I've known you, but there's fruit in your life that you're experiencing them more today than you were oh, yeah. three, four years ago when we met. Yes. And so same for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I've known, I've been walking with the Lord for almost 12 years-ish, and but it was only three years ago when the Father exposed that my motives for the first nine years of walking with Him was because I wanted to be fixed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I actually... It was that it was that I believed he could fix me. It wasn't even that I felt like this pressure that he like he wanted to fix me. It was I wanted to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And so my whole reason for getting to know Jesus was like, well, if he's perfect, mm-hmm. I want to better understand his perfectness so that I can figure out how to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It wasn't actually to know him. That's right. that's after I can't do math. Nine years of walking with him and him radically changing my life, but his grace still met me in those nine years and his love still loved me from before I was born. But there wasn't something until three years ago that I actually experienced his goodness. And when I experienced his goodness, my last three years had been this journey of learning to live truly and purely in that experience and knowledge that Yadah, as Chad says, Yadah and Gnosko are the two words for know the Lord your God. And it's an intimate know and so it is a journey. Mm-hmm. And, and right now I'm in a journey of experiencing his kindness because there's a part of me that doesn't truly know it. And mm-hmm. so we're always going to be, I, I even believe for eternity, like oh, yeah. he's a big God. But talk about that with your story 
what what has that journey looked like from you from knowing God is good, knowing God loves you, mm-hmm. to now there's objective fruit in your life that you're experiencing that reality? Well, I think for me, it was the knowing part. It actually does make it hard because you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're knowing something and truly walking it out, if you're not believing it, then there's a disconnect. And it actually can trip you up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So the same with you. Condemnation. Yeah. It's actually oh. where condemnation and shame come in. Yes. Yeah. And it's where you begin to do the self-cutting. Mm-hmm. and the Because then you just, you're so focused. You're constantly falling you. short of everything you know. Yes. Well, Ooh. like I said, I think this week, we draw a line that we want to meet the mark. Uh-huh. But but we've been the one to draw that line. Yep. And and he's like, no, that's not what I want to do. He's showing me right now that so many of his kids spend so much time trying to prove what they know <laughs> yes. versus taking time to experience what they yes. know. And there's a huge difference, guys. Oh, yes. I, I mean, let my nine years save you from oh. the next nine years of I'm your life. Like. Yeah. You don't have to prove what you know, but he wants you to experience what you know so you can come to believe it and and walk with the freedom of that. And the thing of it is, like, what you're saying is a lot of times when we want to prove what we know, we talk a lot. Yes. In my journey, what I've learned is the more I experience, the less I find the need to say anything mm-hmm. because he is my everything. Mm-hmm. And he'll validate me. Yep. Or he'll protect me or he'll help me. Do I still have bad days? Sure. Do I still have challenging days? Absolutely. I joke a lot of times and say, I will not go back to Lodi Bar. But sometimes I'm looking at a scrapbook mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, it is not necessarily great thoughts. Mm-hmm. You you will never get to a place where you don't have those thoughts because if you've, for us, we walked in them a long time. That was a pattern. Yes, habits. There <laughs> was some habits. habits that are connected because the reality is is that you your life is proving every day what you actually believe. believe. Yes, believe. Your mouth may be declaring what you know, but your life is proving what you right. believe. And right. all the years that you walk in the disbelief, mm-hmm. you walked in habits to protect you from that <laughs> disbelief. From, you know what I'm saying? Out of fear. Yes. yes. And so you have fear. to actually take the time when you start experiencing those new truths. You have to take the time to then find what are the habits that are keeping me from experiencing even more of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And can, so, I, can I let a little bit? Because I just please, had an encounter. Please. Yes. I, I, people think that I almost died on, uh, <laughs> when was it? Sunday? Sunday. Uh, you witnessed yes, it, right? Yes. Um, I had, I had this, this, and now I'm realizing what the encounter was. Sitting here, just just marinating on what you guys are talking about. The encounter was that. So, so here's here's the deal. We have fear, right? And fear comes from somewhere. Uh-huh. And a lot of people have fear of what they don't want to become. Uh-huh. And they're constantly yes. thinking about yes. that. Yes. yes. So what happens is you have this self-conscious and you relate to God in this place. I don't want to become that. Yes. Mm-hmm. To the point where even the revelation of this tattoo I put in my arm. I put this tattoo in my arm the moment I return back home. This tattoo in my arm, I I remember I was so we'll angry. Show it so they can see. Yeah, so I uh-huh. you see oh, that. No, not very it good. It says it says um <laughs> it's it's a time, it says uh nine uh, eleven is a time and it says it's Psalms ninety one one. okay. My reasoning behind this tattoo and the, at the time I felt like the father told me to put it. I I, I remember I was so angry, I don't want to be this person anymore. Hmm. What do I need to do? Wow. So in my fleshy self, like I'm gonna put it in my arm because I know the only place that I could not be this person anymore 
if it's I live a life in the secret place, mm-hmm. right? So I put this tattoo. This week, after this whole encounter has happened of me screaming out this false view of who I was to him and my relationship to him, I look down and I see that it has four leaves on it. Hmm. There's four tassels in the mm-hmm. Shema, which means mm-hmm. pay attention. Yes. My, my, my thought about this is I need to live in a secret place because I don't want to become that person again. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't it. No. He wants me to be there because he just wants me. Yes. What I got delivered from on Sunday was the mentality of I have to work for your approval mm-hmm. because of how bad I messed up. Yes. And that's what I got freed from because immediately after mm-hmm. the father comes through Jeremiah Johnson and whispers in my ear, your past is behind you. <laughs> your testimony is awesome, but I see you on top of a mountain with wow. that community right now. That's awesome. And You've that's actually, his reality. So you stepped from fear into freedom in yes. that split second. I am actually your, there. What happened was your heart mm-hmm. lined up and actually corrected. Yes. And you experienced the truth. Yes, and this that's has a whole, whole new meaning right now. Is that you would have known that two weeks ago. Yeah. You could have said those words, but yes. what you had in that moment was an experience of that truth. It's and that's incredible. the only thing that frees us. Absolutely. Is when we stop trying to fear what we don't know and prove what we know and actually just start to say, you know, it's okay that I don't fully believe this. It's okay that I don't fully believe in God's kindness mm-hmm. because that means I'm set up to actually experience it. Come on. Exactly. Like exactly. I'm not scared anymore of somebody finding out Jessica doesn't truly believe in God's kindness. You know what? I'm realizing that I don't. Mm. And I'm okay with that because what I'm saying is, but I want to. I believe, help my unbelief. It was Mm -hmm. the cry of the man to Jesus because he's like, I want to experience it. I want to experience it. I'm about to have some church open here. I I was going to say, I feel the Lord. (laughs) Woo, as Chad would say, I got this world. Yes. Chad's been talking about this week about Yes, we... The enemy is trying to displace us. We're trying to prove that we deserve a place in God's family. Guys, you are all created by God. <laughs> you are. Every yes. single person. Every He wants every yes. single person to be his son and daughter. Yes. The, what Adam and Eve, they were in Eden and Satan displaced them. They pulled, He pulled them out mm-hmm. when they gave away their authority. And, and still to this day, we're trying to prove it. And he's going, no, no, no. I sent my baby boy mm-hmm. to die on a cross. It's paid for. To get you it's back to the place. The whole mm-hmm. point of Jesus is to be able to get you back to a place where you can live in the presence of God. Right. You have the righteousness of Christ. Right. And and you're not trying to prove you, that you earned the right to stay there. You're just simply not falling for the devil's tricks anymore so he can't yank you well, out there. What I, the biggest thing I heard the Holy Spirit say for your story, Armando, is you still actually had some unforgiveness for yourself. Yes. And, and yes. I feel like the Father is saying, mm-hmm. guys, if you're out there, it doesn't matter what your past looks like. The Lord Father knows. wants to inhabit you. Mm-hmm. He wants to love you. He wants to come in and show you great and wonderful things. Sometimes the easiest step is literally forgive yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and here's a warning with that, right? The warning for me was in the place of, because what happens is God is always, he's pruning Right. Yes. So we could get into a place of defense mode <laughs> in the seasons of pruning, where he's trying to get us into a place of <laughs> I just fruitfulness. It to the verse I want. You, know, you, you understand? So, so he he comes and prunes. A dream comes up, and then you get defensive about it because you you find yourself. But, but I've been doing so good. But but I've been. But you know because you're in this. this working. Is why, but what helps you with that is go to scripture. Why does the Father prune us? 
so that we can bear more fruit. Yes. Li- this is literally the verse. I was just thinking of this verse, and I opened up my Bible to it. I'm so excited. I, I love this verse. I've been saying this to myself and others for the last year. In John 15, 1, we always say mm-hmm. Jesus is the vine. I am the vine. But we, but the next part of that verse is, and my father, father is the gardener. Yes. So we are too busy trying to garden ourselves. Yeah. Because what you're talking about is down. when we say, no, no, no. Because quite the opposite is true too. Like sometimes God just wants to embrace me. This yes. is my kindness season I'm in. He wants to hug me. Mm-hmm. And instead of letting him hug me, I'm going, no, go get your pruning shears. And he's <laughs> going. Something's got to be wrong. Got to yes. take it off. Yes. yes. And he's going, um, I'm the gardener. I'll let you know when you need pruning. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. You're right good. now I just want to actually enjoy the fruit that's right. been growing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I don't believe that. And that's okay, but I want to. Yes. I want to experience yes. that. So that's why I'm going and sitting in my prayer chair, even though it's very ugly. I need to really get that thing recovered. <laughs> After talking about yesterday, I was like, this thing is rough. Like, God, you are worthy of a better chair than this. <laughs> um, but I sit there, and this morning I was like, God, I want to experience how, how much you love me. I want to experience what you think is good right now. What is the Taste fruit you and see? see? Yes. Taste and see. And because he's the gardener. And you know what? He is good enough and he is holy enough. If there is something he needs to address, do I believe he's going to come and talk to me about it? I don't need to be hunting him down <laughs> to find something wrong with me all the time. Amen. He has got no problem pruning when it's time. When it's in his timing. Yes. His yes. timing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So any so questions good. coming in? Uh, no questions. Everyone is, is having church with us. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of excitement. There's people being ministered to. We got Praise Heather watching. Jesse's watching. Um, Praise the Lord. So I just pray this encounter of you, of you girls who are watching right now. Yeah. Mostly, um, we got 20 people right now. So That's if you have any questions, send them in. Yeah. Um, Kimmy, I feel like the Father's is or is going to, as soon as I finish the sentence, um, give you some words for some of our viewers. Okay. Specifically in regards yeah. to this. So why don't you just prophetically kind of start speaking to some of our viewers. Alrighty. I do feel like that there's a girl listening that your name starts with a T. So I'm just going to throw that out there. And I feel like the, the biggest thing that the father needs to say to you right now is that he loves you. Mm-hmm. That you are his daughter and that there is nothing that can keep him away from you mm-hmm. except for, for you at the moment. So I just embrace, I encourage you to embrace him right there where you're at. Just say, Father, I want you, and I want more of you. And for those of you that if you were in a place where Armando was, if you're struggling with forgiving yourself, I was there. I know Jess has walked this too. Absolutely. Um, I just encourage you to every day tell the Father, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that I'm free. And the more thankfulness that comes from you, the more realization and revelation that you have on his love. And so I just bless you to see the Father in everything that you do today, in every encounter with people and with others and just even in your own living room, just sitting there. I just bless you to know that the Father is with you. That's good. Yeah, I just felt like as Kimmy was talking, the Father was saying to me that some of you really need to hear this. He does not want to transform you to fix you because he's disappointed in you. Amen. There, there, there is a young lady with a T and said thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. The Father loves you. Yeah. I just want you to know that the Father loves you. He, he is coming after you. And I just want to say to you, stop and let him catch you. Yep. Just stop and let him catch you. And we're here. Yep. We're here. Fun. And we will continue to pray for you. Yep. So, yeah. 
So he he wants to transform us to free us yes. because he loves us. Because of love. And if you don't believe that today, I just encourage you to sit mm -hmm. with him and let him show you because yes. he loves you a lot. Yes, you and are loved. We love you too. We do. And next week, Coach will be back. We are not going to be here on Monday. It's Labor Day. Yes. The team is going to enjoy a day off after many weeks of working with yes. lots of different things been going on. So Monday, we will not have Coach and Joe, but we will be back next week, and Coach will be here, and we're excited to jump back in. Yes, we are. Have a good weekend. Bye. Love y'all. Thanks for joining us on Coach and Joe, a YouTube talk show and podcast that helps you walk in genuine friendship with God. Check out CoachAndJoe.com for epic merch, weekly blogs, and ways to help keep us up and running. We'll see you next time on Coach and Joe.